0: To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest pledge drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. This is Miss
1: Donna's pre-K at Holy Family Preschool in Marietta. Today, we'll be praying the Hail Mary in the name of the Father, Father. Father. and of the
2: Son, and of
1: the Lord. to AM 1160,
0: The Quest. Yay! Yay! I don't care what anybody says. It doesn't get any cuter than preschoolers saying Hail Mary, right? <laughs> no, it does <that's laughs> not. <laughs> right. So this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive. I'm Dave Savage, the uh, Programming and Production Manager here at uh, The Quest. And uh, that was Holy Family Preschool. Love it, love it, love it. And how appropriate, because we are talking about preschool here correct we are we have a whole room full of people well ordinarily if this wasn't the pledge drive this would be you'd tune in right now and you would hear the family room exactly and And so
3: you're going to hear the family room but from its its most fundamental roots the children who make up the family And (laughs) and and the bright people who take care of them every single day
0: so that voice right there is john gordon and he is one third of uh the the co-host I guess of the family room Uh, Mari and Craig couldn't be here today but uh, we wish them well in their endeavors and uh, you know between you and me, you're the most important one here anyway, so, you know.
3: <laughs> That's on tape now, sir. I'm just, just so you know, that is,
0: that is captured in perpetuity. So uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to have each person yeah. introduce themselves? Yeah, and... let's
3: let's do let's do a quick introduction, and then we'll start with a prayer, and then we're going for it. Sounds good. Okay. Sound good? Yep. yep. So do you want to start, Kate?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Kate Vietz. I'm here from Holy Family Preschool in Marietta. Uh, we have about 60 or so students in our program a little room there. Um, Let's see, I've been married about 20 years. I have two teenagers, so things are very exciting in our household.
3: (laughs) Exciting Mm -hmm. they were
4: And I'm uh, Teresa Martin with St. Bridget Day School. Um, We definitely have openings in our pre-K. We're not quite full, but um, that's okay. We have an incredible staff. Um, Most of us have been there for about 10 to 14 years. I've been married for about 29 years. I have... Four children, but I'm currently an empty nester. So um, that's been kind of a new adventure, but it's all good.
0: Excellent.
2: And I'm Barb Gordon from St. Peter Chanel Preschool in Roswell. Uh, We have about 114 children in our preschool, and we are currently full, and we're so blessed with that. I have about 25 staff members, um, and they're all just terrific and wonderful, and they really love the children. Um, I've been married to our host today, um, John Gordon, for 42 years. We have three children and two
5: grandchildren, and we are very blessed. Amen. Mm Mm-hmm and i'm beth cunningham from holy trinity catholic church down in peachtree city georgia um, we have about 60 students right now with room to grow All to right. so we have three fours and five-year-olds and uh, i've been married to my husband tim for 38 years and we have two sons and we have had six grandchildren in the last four and a half years Oh my, wow. Wow. so we are incredibly blessed
0: yeah <laughs> awesome Fantastic. So, uh, well, I'm Dave, and I, I had, I'm, I'm glad to be in on this conversation too because I had, I've got two teenage boys now, but they went to Catholic preschool as well, so uh, we can all get in on this conversation as well so uh john what's going on here so we're you, gonna... see, you seem to be somebody who knows what's going on well
3: that would be a great impression i'm <laughs> glad you perceive it that way but we're going to start with a quick prayer and then we're going to dive right into some great conversation all right let's begin in the name of the father God and the, the son and the holy, holy spirit, spirit amen. Amen. amen heavenly father we thank you before we think of anything else for the incredible gift that is our children And it is this group of people who cares so carefully and so diligently for them. We ask you to bless this time together so that whatever we do, whatever we think, whatever we say, might touch the hearts and souls of the people who are listening and they might be moved in a manner to be more aligned with your will every single day. Father, we ask this in Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 In the, name of the Father, and the Son, Father, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen.
6: Uh,
0: amen. And I just wanna, before we get into the uh, conversation here, I just wanna mention that this is the best of the Quest Pledge Drive, and The Family Room is definitely part of the best <laughs> of The Quest, which is heard every Wednesday at 11 o'clock um, on AM, AM 1160 The Quest. And if you wanna keep great programming like The Family Room going, uh, local programming uh, that you're not going to hear anywhere else, it takes money. Okay, John, you volunteer your time, as do Mari and Craig. Uh, but other than your time, I mean, it takes a lot more than that. We've got a studio here. We've got a transmitter, uh very hungry transmitter <laughs> that, that gobbles up $36,000 of electricity per year for a 50,000-watt AM transmitter. Oh, that I mean, they're, they're just expenses. <laughs> to keep this stuff going. So that's what we need uh, to donate or pledge. A monthly donation would be fantastic. You know, $10, 20 30 $50, whatever you can afford. Uh, you can do that by calling 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or on the app on your phone, uh, there's a little donate button. You can just tap that and donate right there as well. Awesome! Thanks,
3: Dave. It's (laughs) super, uh, super important that we get we get that business taken care of, and we're grateful for that. When I've been thinking about this show for a long time, actually, I'm I'm really glad that you guys are here. Not that I thought, well, let's have a show with these preschool directors, but I've been thinking just because of what I've seen Barb do and knowing what you all are about, how great it is that we have this whole preschool thing. And thank you to Mary Jo Nichols, who was willing to. Get you guys to, to to join us this morning, right? So Mary Jo is um, the director of parish preschool programs for the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and you all represent you know different parishes. But what you guys do every single day, I think, is like super critical. But I think there's I have understood that there's kind of a misunderstanding about what is preschool and and what isn't. And maybe we could just start there. There's there's a lot that goes on in your preschool. It's not just like hang out. It's not daycare. It's not Mother's morning out. So talk a little bit about the curriculum, what goes on, and, and so on.
5: Well, I mean, I think for me, I like to compare Mother's Morning Out and preschool kind of together as opposed to like daycare. So we work closely with our Mother's Morning Out program. Okay. Um, they have a curriculum, they have lesson plans they follow, just like me, and they kind of get their children ready to come downstairs to the preschool, and then they spend two years with us. We're doing the same thing, curriculum, lesson plans, and we're getting our children ready for kindergarten and that elementary uh, school experience.
3: Got it So there's a curriculum Like this is like serious Like school stuff Sure.
5: Yeah,
2: Absolutely. so I think a lot of people might have different curriculums in place for what they're teaching the children, but I think most of us would say that we follow the Georgia Early Learning and Developmental Standards that the state of Georgia has set for children this age. There are, there are goals and, and uh, activities that the children need to meet at certain ages, and we base our lesson plans and our curriculum off of those mm-hmm. so that we know that we're meeting or we're helping the children to meet those goals, those developmental goals that the state of Georgia sets for them.
3: So when the next step for them is kindergarten and beyond, they're prepped appropriately by state standards to, to make that step.
0: Exactly. I think that's important, too, to point out, because, you know, somebody who has preschool-age kids, you know, you want what's best for them. You want to make sure that when they do get to kindergarten and first grade, that they have everything that all the other kids have, and, and you by going to a Catholic preschool, you're getting everything they're getting education-wise at, at some other place but you're getting a lot more too.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I think too for us. We use um a Reggio Emilia approach and it it basically is um we meet the children where they're at. Um you know, every child they say is made in the likeness and image of God and they're at different phases and stages of development. A 2-year-old may never have even come to school before, might not have mm-hmm. any older brothers or sisters. So we're meeting the kids needs um individually and we definitely prepare them for um kindergarten we have a lot of parents call and say well my my child knows all their colors and their letters and and what can you do for them because basically they're they might be like an early reader but there's a lot of it there's a lot of social emotional um Mm -hmm. developmental things that these children need to learn too and a lot of it too for us is learning how to play and learning how to learn through that play and putting the iPad down and turning off the TV mm. and you know not giving that child any device. Um, so I think in this day and age, that's one of the most important things that we do. Yeah, the vehicle
2: mm. for learning for children this age is play. Um, so they think they're playing, but they are mm. learning by the different activities that the teachers have chosen for them to play, right? right? And Teresa, to your point, you know you might we, so we have different levels of ages of children but even in an individual child themselves they might cognitively know all of their abc's but social emotionally they mm-hmm. they may it, they may not be on that same level that they are cognitively or vice versa there might be a child who's very verbal and very socially um well well adjusted or or advanced but they they don't know some of the other things and so each Mm -hmm. child comes to us with individual needs that we try and meet through the the activities that that we plan then so but dave you said
3: something and maybe i was misinterpreting you said you get all this preparation and more Mm -hmm. i interpreted the and more as a faith piece i mean i don't know if that's how you intend that's that's exactly what i intended so so talk about that piece because there's as as organized as you are from a, a a qualifications state standards you are also organized and and intentional from a faith perspective right absolutely, absolutely. how's yes. that work
1: well i mean i think you have to look look at it from the holistic perspective of it you know, raising a child who is strong in mind, body, and spirit, and all three of those things work together. So at a Catholic preschool program, you really are getting that spiritual development in so many ways. It's, it's in very intentional lessons, but it's also in the small moments of the day. You know, when you, when you walk outside and it's a beautiful day and you say, kids, what a beautiful day. Let's say, God, thank you for this beautiful Mm -hmm. day. It helps them to understand that our faith is integrated into our life, right? It's just as as adults we don't want it just to be compartmentalized into sunday we don't want that for our small children either and making that an everyday part of just
4: everyday moments makes a real difference for them Mm-hmm. I think when you hear a three-year-old say the Hail Mary, that's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: This is the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160 The Quest. And uh, we are talking, uh, ordinarily, this would be a, a, a recorded family room show, but this is live this morning with John Gordon, one third of the, uh, uh, we're without Mari and, and Craig this morning, but we do have Barb Gordon, uh, Beth Cunningham, Teresa Martin, and Kate Veets. Uh, And we're talking about uh, Catholic preschool, which, you know, it's the essence of the family, I guess, isn't it? For the family room. It is. And uh, I want to just give a couple shout outs here. Uh, First of all, from uh, Carol in Sandy Springs. Uh, That's in memory of uh, Dr. Warner Wood and Tommy Mickler. Also, uh, Paula in Roswell in honor of Mari, Craig, and John. So you show up and they still get credit. That's how it works, man. (laughs) It's a team. I guess so. I guess so. And uh, and then Melissa, in honor of Beth from Peace Tree City. So uh, how about that, Beth? You know, ladies, Beth Beth is getting some. (laughs) I I don't know.
2: Ladies, uh, I know.
0: Come on, Saint Peter Chanel. <laughs> Step it up, guys. Uh, so you can you can do that by calling 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or on the app. There's a donate button. Just tap that, and uh, we do need. Uh, oh, look at that, would you? A two thousand dollar match. Okay. Wow, what does that mean? Well, that means it, let's let's say somebody was to donate fifty dollars right now all of a sudden that $50 is $100. Wow. It's a du- it's going to double whatever it is. And that goes not just for a donation, but for a pledge. If you pledge say $50 a month over the next year, they're going to match that as well. Wow. Okay? So Ooh. up until $2,000. $2, $2, mm-hmm. All right, let's burn through 2,000 fast. Speed dial. Let's go. Absolutely. Um yeah. Okay. So
3: where uh, were we? So no. Well, Beth, we were talking about faith, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of faith that a lot of people are going to call, so that Beth isn't the only one to get shot. At. <laughs> um, and now back to the real faith. Now, so um, we were talking about being purposeful. You talked about, hey, when, when teaching a child, say, hey, isn't it a beautiful day? But but there are intentional things that you do. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the faith curriculum, maybe, if that's the right word.
2: Well, actually, the Archdiocese of Atlanta does have a curriculum or religious achievement standards by grade level that we can base what we are talking to the children about. Um, And there's even one for preschool. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I can speak just for what happens at St. Peter Chanel. And I know all these ladies have great programs. And all of the um, preschools in the Archdiocese of Atlanta have their own take on their curriculum or their lessons for teaching the Catholic faith driven
3: by these standards,
2: though. right? Got it. We call ours at St. Peter Chanel, our Catholic seeds program okay. because we like to think of it as just planting seeds in the, in the fertile soil of the children. Um, and so each month in at our preschool, the children um, by classroom get to go into our church sanctuary and have a lesson about a different, maybe Bible story or a Bible hero is what we call them. So for example, in September, we just had a lesson where each of the classes um, went into the church sanctuary, and they learned about the story of creation. And then they also learned about the tabernacle um, in, in our church. Um, and in October, for example, we'll learn about Noah and Noah's and we'll learn about the baptismal font. So that's just a little idea of what we do at Saint Peter Chanel with the children. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: And we use the catechesis of the Good Shepherd at Saint oh, Bridget. Yeah. So that is um, a, an entire classroom dedicated to the spiritual component of um, of our curriculum, and we call it the atrium. Uh, the children get to go in there, and they we actually have to meet them at their level right so that's getting down on your knees and we have Mm -hmm. the um, holy water font they do learn how to bless themselves they go in their small group it's a very calm environment the kids get to hold the sacramentals the rosary the cross we actually have a tabernacle they get to go in there open it up hold the chalice the ciborium Um, they learn how to set an altar we go through you know the colors the liturgical colors of the year it, and they do learn um, the scriptures, they learn about Advent and Lent and um, the we have incredible uh, support from our clergy that you know, we have our, our children come they, they get their throats blessed and their ashes. So we we've always used the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, which is an incredible program um, for the kids. Yeah, it's very hands on. Yeah. Incre- mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We've really kind of developed a, a program at our preschool that is intended to kind of touch on all the important basis for us as Catholics. So we're giving the children meaningful exposure to things like prayer and our sacred spaces, to holy lives, uh, even to uh, beyond liturgical seasons, also to service. So we're touching on all of those things. We're doing a food drive and we're graphing food and we're taking a, a visit to St. Vincent de Paul to mm-hmm. see what that food pantry looks like and talk mm-hmm. about helping our neighbors. Mm-hmm. So it looks it looks many different ways depending upon what month you might come to Holy Family. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my uh, my boys went to uh, Prince of Peace and Flowery Branch, the preschool mm-hmm. there. And one of the things that I'll mention, because you're all talking about the, you know, t- learning about the sacraments and the holy water font, all those things. But there were also some families there who were not Catholic Mm -hmm, who, who come, but, and they learn about it too. But the, I think the great thing is, and as a parent, like no matter what, I mean, when your kids get involved in things, you, you meet other parents. But I, what I thought was cool about it is that I'm meeting, you know, my wife and I are meeting parents that they're like-minded, you know, I mean, they, even if they're not Catholic, they still kind of believe in the same things you there's a reason they brought them to this catholic preschool you know
6: mm-hmm.
0: so i think that's another aspect of it
3: so let's just drop the big e-word evangelization right because <laughs> you don't think about going to preschool to to bring up all these evangelists right mm-hmm. but i in my personal opinion is you are but how 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 are your preschools a platform for evangelization mm-hmm. well in
4: my in my opinion they they can't be anything but that, right? Because if you're a non-Catholic and you're walking into this preschool, you're also walking into the the chapel and you're seeing um, the Eucharist exposed um, and you are seeing the statues uh, upstairs when we go up to the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Your child is learning about the faith and they're going to bring it home. So I, I think that this, the evangelization, we obviously represent our faith. Because we're there, but you can't help but be drawn into it. Um, and most of what we all do, I think, we do just through our actions and and the, the love that we have for the families and the children. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think
5: that like down in Peachtree City, a lot of my families are are not Catholic, Um, but they've heard through the community that we have an outstanding preschool and they just want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So for most of the people on my program, we're a Catholic preschool, but to many, we're a preschool in a Catholic church, so we can expose those people to our, our faith and and uh, just bring them along. It's Come really for cool. the
0: education, stay for the Lord.
4: <laughs> hey, yeah, that's, that's a very awesome. good point. Yes. Yes. yes, one <laughs>
3: if, if that works, uh, he's going to expect royalties.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it's like um, uh, no one encounters Jesus Christ and walks away unchanged, and and that's not because of us; it's because of Him, right? And All you're doing is, is just letting it be out there. So I'm going off script for a second, and, and you don't have to answer this question. Uh, if not, Dave will speak. <laughs> but um, thinking okay. about preschool and faith, how has preschool affected you all personally from a faith perspective?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Just every, every day. day. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I mean, I feel so fortunate. I've worked at Holy Trinity for almost 25 years, and I feel incredibly blessed. And every day I go there, and it's not like I'm going to work, you know, I'm going to work. You know, I get to go there and be with some of my favorite people on earth and do amazing uh, things with these children and their families. And it is not just the children that we affect. We really kind of affect the yeah. whole entire family. Yeah. And that is a blessing. And, and it's, um, it's something that um, I still kind of pinch myself that I get to do every day. They Absolutely. pay me for this. Yeah, I get paid to do this. Yeah, I think,
1: you know, you make a great point, you know, being in that kind of positive Catholic environment where people are united around an important mission and they believe in it and they're joyful about it. That makes a huge difference. It makes a difference for us as people who are working there. And it obviously makes all the difference to the children and the families we're serving who can feel that in how we treat them each and every day.
7: Mm
4: -hmm. And for me, I, I you know i guess i'm what they call cradle catholic i spent 12 years in catholic school i'm one of six kids um when i got the phone call to come on in and possibly work at St. Bridget, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. Um, little something to do during the day, right? But it became <laughs> so much more. Been there for 14 years. Um, my oldest is 20, going to be about 27. So I brought my children up in that faith. I think it connects you with the church as well. So you're there in the church. And then, you know, for us, I got involved in other ministries. I, I taught PSR. I'll, I teach CLOUD. Um, we've gone on some mission trips with Mustard Seed as a family, so I think that just the way, like your program, the Must the Seed mm-hmm. Catholic, Catholic Seed, Catholic Seed, it just grows. It can't help but grow mm-hmm. um, in our families, and then with our our students and their families as well.
0: Absolutely, I just want to mention that this is the best of the Quest Pledge Drive, and uh, we are talking about preschool, Catholic preschool, this morning. Uh, with John Gordon, who is uh, one-third of the family room of the hosts. Uh, Mari and Craig couldn't be here this morning, but uh, we're fortunate enough to have John. And uh, Barb Gordon, we also have Beth Cunningham, Teresa Martin, and Kate Vietz. Uh And we have the $2,000 match going on right now. So what that means, I mean, whatever donation or pledge you can make, it's going to be doubled up until $2,000. So... Make sure you're taking advantage of that. I mean, don't wait till next hour or something. Do it this hour before noon so that we can make sure we... I don't want to leave one penny of that $2,000 unmatched. we got to make sure we use every single dollar. Uh, and you can do that by calling uh, 470-508-1160. We've got a whole room full of people with phone, a phone bank set up there, and they're just waiting for your call. 470-508-1160. Uh, you can go to questatlanta.com or tap the Donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. We're going to have to take a break here in just a few minutes. Did anybody uh, not speak on that last topic that wanted to? Did Did we hear from everybody?
3: I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I have great respect for what these people do. Oh, yeah. Because if I had 114 children <laughs> from age 18 months to 4 years my prayer life would be much better than it is right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh would you look at this uh, in honor of Beth again uh, we got uh, Candice from Peachtree City and then uh, Kristen in Woodstock thank you for the donation uh, they say uh, uh, thank you to Monica Bosco and Christine Falucco. that was uh, yesterday at 8 a.m. that Yeah, yeah, so none of you get credit for that this time, but we do appreciate that. (laughs) But it'll be part of the match. (laughs) Yeah, it will be. And, you know, that's what some people have been doing. Uh, Like, if you want to call in right now, you can take advantage. You know, so uh, uh, Father Eric from Transfiguration is coming in next hour. Uh, If you want to do it in honor of him, but call it in now so that you take advantage of the match, you can do that. We'll still mention you next hour, but... It, this is a great time to do it. it. Don't wait until somebody else is coming in later. Get it in now so you can take advantage of that match. So uh, are we ready to go to break? Or gonna, we wanna...
3: no, no, let's break. Let's take a
0: break. Okay, okay let's, let's do that, and we will be back talking more about uh, the family room, uh, talking about preschool in the family room here on The Quest.
7: You are listening to AM 1160 The Quest. And this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160, go to our app, or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio.
0: AM 1160 The Quest had such an overwhelming response to the Book of Esther Bible study that we're once again teaming up with Proclaim My Word to bring you a new study called God's Plan to Protect You. Carrie Allen, what are you going to do? Present the letter
2: to the Ephesians written by St. Paul. It's an awesome letter that
6: he is trying to encourage the Ephesians to stay strong in their faith, not to forget their first love and to understand that God has a plan for them and he has a plan
0: for all of us. Sounds great. How do we get into on this
6: go to the website proclaimmyword.org
2: and register sign up and then you can download the study guide which you can use as you're listening but also it will give you an opportunity to form some small groups either virtually with another group or you can use in person in your area in your church neighborhood or whatever that you can uh, study the letter to the ephesians together
0: The letter to the Ephesians Bible study starts this October on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio.
1: The Atlanta 40 Days for Life prayer rally kickoff and dinner is September 22nd. Learn about the Atlanta 40 Days for Life prayer vigil taking place September 28th through November 6th. More information at thequestatlanta.com.
6: In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award winning Sprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see versprite.com. That's V E R Sprite.com. The Quest thanks sprite for their support. AM
0: 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio, with programming rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church, helps listeners, both Catholic and non Catholic, learn more about our faith. People get a lot out of The Quest
4: and it's so convenient because it's all on my phone through the app and I can use it in the car or while I'm getting ready for the day and I just like the ease and convenience of having Jesus and his church you know readily and accessible all throughout the day no matter where I am people who speak the truth who share the truth and and can help guide where the Lord is leading me and I love listening to the Angelus
1: please continue listening and supporting the Quest Radio in, in Atlanta thank you
0: None of this would be possible without the support of listeners like you because we are a 100% listener-supported station. We have expenses that need to be covered to keep the Quest on the air. So your donation of any amount helps to bring people closer to Christ. You can donate from the Quest Atlanta app or at thequestatlanta.com.
6: Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Father John Klein, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of Father Klein who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Father Klein in the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Father John Klein. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen.
1: The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes.
4: RU486 is the name of the medication combination used to complete medical abortions. The first medication, mifepristone, blocks the action of progesterone, a hormone needed to continue the pregnancy. This medication starves the baby, causing the death of the baby. The second medication is Misoprostol and is taken between 12 and 48 hours later. It causes the woman to have severe cramping and bleeding and results in the expulsion of the baby at home. Did you know that between taking the first pill and the second pill, the mother can change her mind and save her baby? visit abortionpillreversal.com to learn more there's potential to save the baby even 72 hours after the first pill spread the word and help save a baby today let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity
7: for more homegrown wisdom visit thequestatlanta.com you The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio.
0: And welcome back. We are in the family room. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager at, here at the Quest AM 1160, and uh, we're with uh, a portion of our family room regulars, Mr. John Gordon. Uh, Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello. That's Tamari and Craig and Aaron Devers Endeavors. Yeah, and uh, they are missed. It, yes, absolutely, they are missed. And but we are talking Catholic preschools here this morning, and uh, got. Four lovely ladies here: Barb Gordon, Beth Cunningham, Teresa Martin, and Kate Veats, who are all from uh, different preschools, Catholic preschools in the archdiocese. And uh, John,
3: well, just a quick shout out again, <clears throat> pardon me, to Mary Jo Nichols, who was willing to take the time and 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 get all these folks together for us. And and, and Mary Jo is a director of uh, parish preschools for the archdiocese of Atlanta. And, and what we have here is just a sampling of the awesome stuff that happens in our diocese, archdiocese at large. So mm-hmm. very grateful for that. We are talking to the hope of the order here. And, um, and so there's a family room tradition that when we come back from our break, we always ask our guests to share their favorite family room memory. And that can be a memory from when they were little in their family room. It can be a memory from current family, family rooms, um, your call. But like whoever wants to start. Uh, start and tell us your favorite family room memory.
5: Um, I'll go ahead and go, but my favorite memory is uh, actually from my childhood growing up. So my mother was the person in our family who really was the teacher of the faith for us. And so she taught us our prayers. And so um, she was, is actually about my sister, um, but she was teaching my sister the Hail Mary. And she got to the part where it says, you know, pray for us sinners. But my sister thought it was, play with us zimmers because zimmer was my maiden name (laughs) so she 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 literally thought the prayer was about our family (laughs) and she wanted mary to play with us you know so it was was maybe three or four that's a story that has just been legendary in our family i understand why that's
2: awesome that's awesome.
5: Well, I have a, fam-
2: a family room memory from my own childhood, but then also from our children's um, childhood. And um, I, if I have time, I'd like to just tell both. And really, it doesn't have anything about prayers or our faith, but I just remember being in our family room um, growing up on Saturday nights after we've had our bath before going to Sunday Mass and just all being together in, in our room, um, watching either you know, television like sports or um, Lawrence Welk or just things like that. And it was just a feeling of security, you know, that we'd all we were all just together and we were all family and um uh, you know, it was just wrapping up the week together, and I just I really love that and think of that fondly. Um, and then for our own children, when they were growing up, I hope they remember fondly. But we used to have Friday night movie nights where we would eat dinner out in the family room and have a Friday night movie and just kind of mess around and have fun. And um, and I think that that's a fond memory that I have. I hope you have it too, John. I don't know if you remember it. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. So we've got two,
4: three. Oh, gosh. I, you know, I have some follies, memories. My son um, was an altar boy. And as a proud mother, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm really doing such a great job here. Right. <laughs> and he got up on the altar and he was looking at me and he didn't look right. And I was shaking my head like, please don't. And I could see him and he was going to get sick. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! And we were told, don't go on the altar. Don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, please don't. Please don't. And sure enough. He picks up the, so he ser- <laughs> and he throws up. So I've got to get on the altar and I've got to get him, oh. you know, down to the bathroom. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So I get him all cleaned up. And we come back and we sit down. And um the deacon comes out and he the the family for the Elijah Cup didn't show up that day. Mm-hmm. So my eight-year-old other son who was not on the altar raised his hand and volunteered us <laughs> to receive the Elijah Gup. and I thought, well, we might as well just get this all over <laughs> one Sunday. So we had some follies, but um, they were they were they're certainly memorable, and we talk about them often. See, always I always wondered why they
3: did the oh my gosh. Thing. Like I thought that was a catch smoke off the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that was for other. I
4: know, uh, thank <laughs> God Andy. For
0: that. And that, I thought this was going where my when I was an altar boy, uh, what, yeah. twelve years old. I fainted oh, on the altar, which uh, I, I thought that's where this was going, well, but listen, this is a lot worse than
4: what I did. That, that same son of mine did faint. And one of the <laughs> deacons, he had fainted more than once. He said, if you do that again, we're just going to walk over you. <laughs> we had to kind of wrap up his career as an altar boy. <laughs> Well, I love that you told the story about ah. the Elijah
1: Cup because that actually was what was on my mind. When uh, when my kids were small, we took the Elijah Cup home one uh, one week, and my youngest insisted upon wearing this outfit that I had created for them. I had made them a little mask kit so they could play mass at home, and he insisted on wearing the little white shirt and the vestments I made him a wow. stole so he could lace everything on the table and wow. he was going to be in charge of the prayer service that night so it was it was very sweet it's a it's a happy memory for sure mm, that's great We'll we'll see.
0: <laughs> so, and, and so if you're just tuning in right now, and it, maybe you've never heard the family room before, it's usually on at this time, uh, but this is not the family room. Well, it is a family room, but it's not the way it always is, uh, because this is live, this is during the pledge drive, and uh, this is a typical thing that we do uh, after the break at the bottom of the hour, is we come back with our guests and, and talk about their family room memories. Um so thank you ladies for sharing those memories with us. And like I said this is the best of the quest stories of inspiration pledge drive. Uh, on AM 1160 The Quest and uh, in order to keep shows like The Family Room going and our new uh, young adult show uh, Honest to God uh, which I'm so excited about that too we're going to be talking more about that later on today but um, to keep things like this going it takes money. We, we've got a transmitter that that needs to, you know, stay operational. We've got microphones and processing equipment. All this stuff, and it costs money. And that's what we need is a donation, or better yet, a pledge, a monthly pledge, to say, you know what, I'll I'll help support you for the next year, uh, monthly. And you can do that by calling. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. You can go to com and on the app on your phone, we've got a little donate button there that you can do as well. John? Thanks,
3: Dave. Think of it as making <clears throat> some more family remem- memories. That's that right. Way. We really appreciate it very much. So right before the break, we were talking about how preschools could be an opportunity for evangelization. There were a couple mm-hmm. extra thoughts on that. Kate, I think you had something... That you wanted to share, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's one of the things we find very beautiful is welcoming people from all over the world to our program. And one of the things that I hear again and again from many of these families is that in their home countries, Catholic education is synonymous with quality. So I think that they know when they Mm -hmm. come to us that they're going to have a good, rich learning experience, but that they're also going to have a nurturing one. Um, That's part of what they feel with us. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
3: Um, Before we move on, thoughts about how the preschool draws families in to either the church or other activities. Were were there other thoughts on that, or are we okay to move forward?
2: Well, there are some simple things that I think that we've done in the past that draw families in um, or give families opportunities. For example, like at our parent orientation, I will sometimes ask different representatives from – uh, programs at our church that parents might be interested in. And those people get up and speak at our parent orientation, and then they allow people to kind of join or ask questions or whatever. And so it's a way to get families involved. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just the little things, like you plant seeds in the children, but you can also plant seeds in the parents' yeah. mind Absolutely. about, hey, here are some ways that you can become part of the Catholic community here. Well,
3: mm-hmm. morning reflection for fathers. at St. Peter Chanel has new folks thanks to the time you gave them so thank you for that forgot mm-hmm. to say that
4: mm-hmm. and we also we share a campus with holy redeemer um so we're a lot of families who wouldn't have not even thought about continuing with the catholic education move on to the parochial schools or the k-12s through 12s, blessed trinities the high schools so mm-hmm. i think once you kind of you know get their feet wet so to speak then they really want have that quality education mm-hmm. but that faith component too there's a little there's a little feeling of security mm-hmm. in being in a faith-filled environment i think that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. one thing uh, that we noticed a few years back, we have been posting pictures of some of the saints. One of our staff members had done these beautiful child-friendly images. And while parents were waiting to pick up their children, one of the parents was kept looking at these images and she's reading the story that goes with it. And before long, she was more and more interested in learning about these saints, who are these holy figures in our lives and what does their story tell us? What does that example mean to us? This particular mom became so on fire that wow. um, she's just... She's on fire for her faith now. And it's a beautiful thing to see that. Yeah. And so, see, Kate, that's just what I was saying. Like,
2: you just can do little things that you don't even know how it might affect a person or a group of people out there. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they they find a new, I don't know, just a new experience of their faith.
1: I think, so. too, when people come home, right, They maybe they come to a parade of saints for all saints day, or they come to May crowning, mm-hmm. and they feel that they're coming home to things from their childhood. Yeah. Yep. Very true. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm.
4: Has anybody had a priest yet? (laughs) We have one maybe in the making. Oh, nice, nice. I don't know, we'll see. (laughs) You
3: you made a really good sales guy though at Alec. This is crazy, right? So I work in a big company and I work with like huge investors and I had an opportunity to bring one of Barb's former preschool kids on a business dinner with me because he was interning in our company and I was like looking at this guy and I'm like, Huh. Wow, how cool is that, <laughs> yes, right? It is. Now we started doing this when we were in the third grade, or we'd be old. But you know, it was uh, it was it was quite cool to see that. I, I'm gonna I want to take a little detour again because I don't want to pass this opportunity and, and time flies here, right? So there's I want to talk a little bit about uh, in a minute um, what you what you were speaking about, Teresa, about. Um, you know, moving on from preschool to Catholic elementary school and so on. But before we go there, like, I wanna hear stories. Well,
0: I'll tell and, you what, before we go oh, there, why don't I just- Captain my captain, why yes. don't I? <laughs> why don't I just mention that this is the best of the Quest pledge drive and this is the family room hour. Uh, of the pledge drive and that is definitely part of the best of the quest is the family room and to keep programs like that going It takes financial support and we would love to have a donation or a pledge from you and right now uh, we have 14 minutes 13 minutes left 12 minutes actually The time's flying by here, <laughs> but there's a $2,000 match that we have not used it all up yet So make sure that you can get Your your whatever donation it is up to two thousand dollars, it's going to be doubled. So get that in now. If you were thinking, oh, I want to wait until you know Father Eric comes on next hour, don't do it now. You can do it in his name, but get it in now so that we can take advantage. I don't want to leave one dollar of that pledge up there. And you can donate or make a pledge, a monthly pledge, by calling four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Go to thequestatlanta dot com. Uh, or the Quest Atlanta app. And we're talking preschools here in the family room on the Quest. And John, you were about to say. So I want to hear stories.
3: I cannot believe you assemble this many kids and, and don't come away with some great stories. And so fire away. Let's hear some good stories. Make me laugh. What what Kind of stories Mm. like of the
0: kids. So yeah, kids' stories. Yeah.
2: All right. So I have a story that I am not taking credit for. This is (laughs) this is uh, the credit goes to Our Lady of Assumption Preschool. Okay. And they have a little thing that they are doing in their classrooms where they, you know how like you have to the elf on the shelf kind of a thing at Christmas time. Well, they have a find Jesus in the room sort of thing Uh that we have actually started because I thought that this was really darling. (laughs) Well, one of the children, um, the teacher. was relating to me um, and a group of us that one of the children in her in her classroom last year was saying to her mother, hurry up, hurry up. We've got to get to preschool today. We've got to get to preschool today. And the mom said, why do we have to get to preschool? And she said, mom, we have to find Jesus. (laughs) Because they had been hiding a picture, a little picture of Jesus all around the room in different places. And I just think... Again, that's just, you know, this is just a small thing that we're doing. But this child was so excited about getting to preschool so she could find Jesus. You know, would that that all of us could feel that way. Mm
4: -hmm. Well, we have daily mass in the chapel. um, So I get to pop in there every once in a while. And we have one of our little girls who sits front row when she's not in class with us. And when it comes to our father, she is belting it out (laughs) and it is so sweet and father bill stopped me one day and he said "Teresa, thank you so much for teaching these little ones how to pray but that's a big deal it's Mm -hmm. it's adorable just to hear them and at three years old they know they know the words their prayers and they're saying them loud amen
0: yeah that's great we had a a prayer earlier and i'm I'm gonna forget which school it was um but one of the preschools but there was one little girl who was? She was just belting out the Hail Mary, <laughs> like I mean, at the top of her. She wanted to be heard over every other kid in that class. And There's it was always just, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was. It, oh, that was great. My that bet. was great. <laughs> well, i gonna put my Captain
3: Obvious hat on for two seconds and say, thinking about a Catholic preschool education, it's like, um, it's you do something that you're just normally going to do, but all kinds of good. I don't wanna say unintended, but things that you didn't have to work hard to have happen, happen for you. Mm -hmm. You know, kids have a penchant to wanna be looking for Jesus. Kids wanna belt out their prayers. I'm interrupting the story, so I'll be quiet. But if if I had the obligation to sell Catholic preschool over the other other options, I do not have that obligation. Mary Jo did not mention that. Mm -hmm. But if I had that obligation, it would be an easy one to fulfill. And Mm -hmm. listening to you guys is just an affirmation of that. Mm -hmm. But so back to some good stories.
7: Oh my gosh
3: mm
2: we had a little I- <laughs> so we had a little boy um one year he he's not at the preschool now he he's moved on you know graduated he's older now, but a few years ago where he really t- you know i guess in the classroom because the teachers also talk about our faith in the classroom, and so I think they were talking about service to others, and he noticed that a little girl had on like a bracelet that had beads on it and it it broke and the beads kind of fell apart and he picked up some of the beads unbeknownst to the teacher and put them in his pocket and took them home. And the next day he came back, he had asked his mom, now this is a four-year-old, my friend's bracelet fell apart. And so they helped to to make, he, his mom helped him put together a new bracelet and he brought it into her the next day. Mm -hmm. Like these little acts of kindness, you know, that Mm -hmm. we see in the children. Um, I, I don't know that. So,
1: shout shout out to him and his family they were just they were adorable
0: that's awesome i think
1: it's beautiful when you see the children taking something that you have done in some way and they are you know adapting it to their own life mm-hmm. we had a three-year-old when i was a classroom teacher mom came in on a monday and said hey you know grandma was sick over the weekend and did you know what little one did the first thing she said was mommy i think we should pray Aww. wow and i said yeah that's yeah, exactly That's it.
2: amazing yeah
0: wow uh you we're giving shout outs, and I uh, let me just continue with the shout outs here. Um, we want to thank William from Atlanta for the donation. We want to thank Nicole, uh, in honor of Kate this time.
1: All, All right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who shares her heart and her faith every day. Um, uh, well, we got another shout out to Beth from uh, Kathleen <laughs> in Peace Tree <Trusse>. City. <laughs> Uh, I paid
5: these people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's okay. It's paid. Whatever works, right? It's a, it's good, works, a right? good investment. <laughs> it's a good investment. Yes. Margaret, in honor of uh, Beth uh, and also uh, Lori Bruckner's birthday, uh, she's from Hapeville. Uh, also, where are we? Carrie. Uh, Carrie is a new Catholic and took her profession of faith this past Sunday. Wow. And she's from Norcross. So thank you very much for the donation. Thank you. And also, uh, Beth. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Sarah from Fayetteville thank you very much for the uh for the donation. We appreciate that. And uh you can make a donation uh but just by calling 470-508-1160 uh you can go to thequestatlanta.com or the donate button on the quest atlanta app and also uh and y- y- any of those three things either by calling going to the website mm-hmm. going to the app you can make a one-time donation or you can still make a pledge a monthly pledge and as of right now what do we got like seven, seven six minutes six six left here uh we've, we've got two thousand uh, dollars some of it's used up but there's still a lot of it left that we will match somebody has said you know what here's two thousand dollars but it's only to match money so we don't want to leave one dollar of that on the table make sure you're calling in or uh, going to the website and making a donation or a pledge you
5: um, know we uh we made the announcement that you know i was going to be on so i had no idea that people even pay attention you know but <laughs> <thank goodness laughs> sometimes you just do. don't you just don't know the effect that you have on people and i think as preschool teachers because i saw it for 17 years before i became the director and um we were talking about stories and I think one of my favorite stories was actually when I became the director I was notified by one of the moms of a past class who um, the children were getting ready to graduate from high school and she said, they want to come back and have one more day in preschool. Aww. Aww. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, so how are we gonna do this? So we opened up the preschool on a Saturday morning, they brought breakfast for us, and we all sat at the little tables and little chairs. Oh, wow. And um, I think they thought it was a gift that I was giving them, yeah. but really I was yeah. the one who was receiving that yeah. gift yeah. because I got to sit with them for one more day, uh, find out what their favorite preschool memory was, um, what they you know what they remember most about preschool and um, where they're going to go to college and what do they want to do? And before we were wrapping it up, they were like, "Mrs. Cunningham, can can we go out on the playground just one more time?" And I'm like, oh. "Absolutely!" So here, are these 18-year-olds are going down these slides and we're taking <laughs> pictures, and it, it, that's when I knew. I thought, you know, we really do play a big part yeah. in their lives, and yeah. you know, you leave they leave us at maybe five years old, but at 18. They still want to come back and play at preschool. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, that's amazing. Uh, I'm yeah. fortunate we get to, we all get to do that every day. Mm-hmm. We play every day at preschool, and that's the
0: same thing. with uh, my boys went to the preschool, and they're teenagers now. My oldest son just graduated high school, but they're uh, both of them had Miss Jeannie at Prince of Peace Preschool, <laughs> and she's friends on Facebook, and so she sees oh, these, oh you know, these boys as, the, you know, I mean, she at four years old however old they were you know that was the end of her you know daily interaction with them but she saw them grow up on uh, through social media and i don't know that's got to be rewarding as a teacher you know
4: absolutely Absolutely. yeah Mm -hmm. well i think that's part of it too being in the church when we go to mass we Mm -hmm. still see those children even though they're not in the school with us we're seeing them at mass with their family and watching Mm -hmm. them grow yeah i love that
3: so we usually go to 7.30 Mass in the morning. And so there's not a lot of kids there. But occasionally we'll do Saturday evening Mass, right? And so we were at Mass one Saturday evening, and we're coming back from communion. So it's a solemn time. Um, and we're headed back into the pew. And from about six rows back, you hear,
4: Miss Barr.
3: So, 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 yeah, Jesus and Miss Barr. Oh, right. <laughs> it was, it was, there was an audible chuckle. And Aww. it goes kind of like... She's getting top billing here. So, um, Dave, keep me honest as far as time here, because I want to make sure we have time to close with a prayer and stuff like what, that.
0: Whatever you want to do, right. John, we're good. So
3: I just maybe one little bit of time talking about, um, I think, uh, Teresa, you, you mentioned that that a lot of times kids uh, pa- families will want their children in a, a Catholic preschool because they anticipate that's the beginning of a path in preschool education. Talk about that a little bit. How How do you guys... And do that or or how have you seen that work
4: connect with yeah, the um yeah. them moving on yes. and okay well like i said we are we share a campus with Holy Redeemer so we will sometimes have the kids come over um the the kindergartners who just graduated from our program and so the the big kindergartners come and talk to our pre-k children and they kind of give them an idea of what they can expect over in kindergarten or sometimes they'll come and read so and then there we've you know, pre-COVID. Now we, you know, we're going to open that all back up. But sometimes we have the teachers come over and speak to our teachers too, and tell us okay. what what they're looking for from our children and from our program, so that they can um, assimilate over at Holy Redeemer successfully <laughs> yeah, or wherever awesome. they choose. Have
3: mm-hmm. you ever recorded a kindergartner explaining to the other? that i would love to that. i would love i would pay to hear that how
0: much is left in the
4: match
0: (laughs) oh it's rough man nap time is cut by
4: 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) and you can't talk you can't talk (laughs) Um but
2: i did I did want to say too, just in addition to that, so some of us are blessed to be on the same campus as a as a like a church that also has a, a Catholic right. elementary yeah. school on the same campus, and that 's great but you know so some of our families are starting their their Catholic education journey at our preschools, but then a lot of them are not right. starting mm-hmm. a catholic education mm-hmm. their you know their children are moving on to public school education, but what I love seeing happen after that is that we see a lot of our families that will come back for our parish faith formation as well. And we will see them kind of develop, um, they've developed their community of parents that that they've kind of hung around with in our preschool, but they still continue Mm -hmm. with that community in the faith formation Mm -hmm. um, journey that they're taking with their family, um, Mm -hmm. whether that's in Catholic elementary school or whether it's in our faith formation for the parish and i love seeing that
3: like my they stay together Mm -hmm.
0: so we do have to wrap it up here um we got like a minute left as far as that match goes make sure if if you want to donate now uh uh, mike from john's creek he donated he he was uh, it's in honor of kathy snyder who was on earlier but wanted to take advantage of the of the uh match we've also got chris from decatur uh sue from dunwoody uh and uh, more of them are coming in, so we appreciate all of that. And John, you wanted to close in a prayer? Yeah, just so grateful for you guys. And Teresa, I think you said a prayer. Would you close us in prayer, please?
4: Absolutely. Um, we say this at our graduation, and it's just a prayer um, that we pray for our children. Okay. Same. The name of the Father, and the Son, and, the Holy, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And gracious God, you have created within our children minds that long to question and explore, and a world around them that is abundant with mysteries to unravel. Please give them a heart of true curiosity and deep humility, so that as they peel back the layers of the unknown, they are always aware of the deeper truths beneath the surface. Lord, let these children keep foremost in their mind that you are behind their ability to think, and let them always use this gift in your service. Amen. Amen. Father, Father, Son, and Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen.
0: Okay, and I'm going to have, you'll have to put the headphones on if you want to hear this, but I'm going to have Mari close us out since she couldn't be here today, and she usually wraps up the show for us. So thank you, ladies, all for being here today.
2: Thanks for having us. And listeners, we look forward to having you here again next week in the Family Room, where we offer hope, encouragement, truth, and wisdom for families.